Mrs. Jones, welcome to episode 59 of Keeping Up with the Joneses. Thank you, sir. Let's keep up with you. How are you? I'm good. You're wearing your beautiful Apple Watch. I am. How are you doing with your green rings? Um, well, I fell off the wagon with you last week, but I'm back <laughs> wait, on wait, the wagon. Wait, 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 wait. You pulled me off the wagon. I did no you such did thing. forcibly pulled me off the wagon. <laughs> I feel kind of guilty because I wrote that review on the Apple Watch. Uh-huh. I was talking about how amazing it is at motivating me to get my green ring. Yeah. And it, that's absolutely true. But then what did I do? You did a software update. I did a software update to beta software, which is completely incomplete. And it tanked your watch. <laughs> it totally tanked my watch. So while my watch is tanked, I am, I mean, I haven't even worn it a couple of days because there's no point. The software has rendered it useless, which will serve me right for installing pre-release software. I did warn you. Remember last year? You you did. But and you did it anyway. No, I just had that wild-eyed look in my eyes and was just like, download, download, download. Uh, new yeah. software. Oh, I must. Oh, oh, oh. And there goes the watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was Independence Day. It was. So happy birthday, America. Yep. 239 years old. Yep. That's not that old. 1776. Coming from a country where I'd walk past houses that were older than this nation on my way to work. Did you know that July 4th is actually the day that the Constitution was signed and not actually the day that they declared independence? Nope. July 2nd is the day they declared independence. Is that historically accurate? Because that's going to get lodged in my brain. And we That will ha- is historically accurate. I wonder if that's going to be in our citizenship test. Hard to say. I doubt it. But now I know that piece of information. Who was our first president? Oh. Who was our fourth? Mm-hmm. Our 16th? Mm-hmm. Our 22nd? Yes. <laughs> You're going to pass with flying colors. It's going to be fine. Um, I had this week one a monumentous occasion happened. I mean, it's way up there with the day I got married, the birth of my three children. I'm so offended right now because (laughs) I know what you're about to say. It's after about, I don't know, maybe six months worth of hard work and toil, concerted effort, prayer on many occasions. What was my achievement this week, AJ Jones? I can't. I can't after that leg lead in say what it was. I finished Champions Road, which was my final level to beat in Super Mario 3D World. Yep. And it, I don't know how many hours I've tried but to But you're not that. actually finished, are you? Well. No. <laughs> no, you're not. There's Go the ahead. slight rub. Mm-hmm. I have completed every single level in the game as of this week. And Matt and our eight-year-old daughter helped me finish it. it there was m- much rejoicing. And then I restarted the Wii just so I could see my congratulations, you finished the game but instead it greeted me with four shiny stars instead of the five I was hoping for. And upon further research, I realized that in order to get five stars to truly 100% complete the game, it requires that you play every single level with every single character. So Dumb. I had to, Dumb. I had to replay the game with all five characters, which I managed to do in only 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much all you did do for that 24 hours. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> And I was on vacation, so I was allowed to. But I find myself back in the situation where I was prior to beating the level in that I have to rebeat it another three times for the three characters that haven't played that level. So my nightmare continues. But I'm encouraged. It feels amazing. Does it, darling? Mm-hmm. I'm so glad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I rewarded myself with a bag of lint chocolate. Great. Joy leads to joy. <laughs> Tell me about your week. What was the highlight of your week? 
Um, Aside from me finishing Champions Road. I think possibly one of the highlights of my week was I took the kids to the splash pad, the new splash pad in Spring Hill. And MJ's never been to one. And so, you know, just stuck his bathing suit on him and he went out. He just sort of watched everybody very cautiously. Then he went over and put his hand in the water and squealed and ran away. And that's what he did for about the first 20 minutes was just touched water and then squealed and ran away. And then he started getting really brave and getting really wet. That's really brave. He didn't want to leave. But to begin with, he wasn't that that chuffed with it. But uh, the girls had great fun. If you can hear explosions as we're recording this, Mm -hmm. it's not our fault. It's the fireworks from the Memorial Day weekend. So we're not to blame. I'm sorry. It's fireworks from months ago on Memorial Day weekend. (laughs) (laughs) He means from Independence Day, from July 4th. Oh, that's right. I do mean that. Thank you. It's okay. I, I, I got your back. I got your back. Wait, have we told our podcast listeners about your shoulder? I don't know, actually. Your janky shoulder. I have a janky shoulder. And we don't know what caused your janky shoulder. What's the official diagnosis? I have an impingement in bursitis and frozen shoulder. I understood one of those things, frozen shoulder. Uh Uh-huh. What is an impingement and bursitis? I'm not completely sure. Let's move on. I think they're the same thing, maybe, or there's, I don't know. And so you've been a physio. Or physical therapy, as Americans call it. Physical therapy. And what do they make you do? All kinds of horrible stretches that are horribly painful. I think I, like word association, physio, pain. Mm-hmm. My sister's a physio. <laughs> and anytime she try and quote unquote inspect me. In fact, I have a couple of friends who are physios. And anytime they've tried to help me, they've basically hurt me first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not great. But you are feeling better. I'm getting more movement back. Yeah, I still... I'm still stuck in certain directions where I can't get my arm to move at all. You'll be back to playing golf in no time, babe. Yeah, I'm all about the golf. We are officially off work. We are. And we're doing a mix of staycation and vacation. Yes, we are. And so this week I wanted to talk about the process of unwinding and resting. Yes. Here's what I would say. I think there's a difference between unwinding and resting. Okay. I think unwinding is something you do on a daily, perhaps weekly basis to De- just help. De-stress. And yeah, to help counterbalance the busyness of the day slash the week. Yes. I think resting is something different. What do you do to unwind? I think to unwind, the main thing that I do right now is go to the gym. Really? hmm Because you do like doing that. I love going to the gym. And talk to me as somebody who's allergic to f- physical exercise. And that's a medical diagnosis. I'm allergic. When I That is ex- a lie. No, listen. My symptoms when I physically exercise <laughs> is I become weary, short of breath, uh-huh. and I have cramps. And you sweat. <laughs> yeah. Like I have like increased heart rate. I have you're what feels like right. a fever. Maybe you're allergic to the gym. <laughs> so as somebody who's unable to go to a gym because right. of medical I mean, reasons. Obviously. Yeah. What you tend to love it. I T- do. Talk to me. Is that just because you're a mom and there's no children? That's some of it. I can just get in my head. I put my headphones on. I usually watch HGTV. Like I watch like home renovation oh, shows. Oh, I thought it was or, Holy Ghost TV. Oh, well, they don't have that at the oh, gym. okay. Um, but most of it, or sometimes I just put my headphone in so that people don't bother you. Not that they really do anyway. And I just walk in silence or walk, run in silence or... Do the elliptical in silence. Here's another difference between you and I talking about unwinding. Yeah. If you're in the car driving somewhere, you have no music on. Nope. You're in silence. Yep. If I'm in the car somewhere, I always have either a podcast or music on. Mm -hmm. Do you find having 
you know, noise, music, whatever, doesn't unwind you? It doesn't unwind me. Well, it kind of depends on the day. Uh, sometimes I listen to Johnny Swim when I'm driving, but that's about it. They're the only people that unwind you? Yeah. Congratulations, Johnny Swim. You officially unwind my wife. <laughs> I like to sing along. Um, but but I like silence, and I don't feel like I get enough silence in my day, so I'm happy to ride in silence if I'm by myself. Hmm. Rest then, you know, because I was saying there's a difference between unwinding and rest. I'd say unwinding is kind of the counterbalance to the business of the day. I would say rest is more than just the absence of work. I'd say it has to be something that you actively do that nourishes your soul. Mm -hmm. Fred Wright, who was a man I had to sit in a tiny office with and be very, very scared while asking if I could date you. It's a spiritual dad of yours. He gave us some great advice years and years and years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. He said, the balance of your life has to be made up of you feeding your spirit, feeding your body, and feeding your soul. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, hey, you know, it's really good that you're working. It's really good that you're ministering. But when was the last time you did something that nourished your soul? And for him, it was like golf, I think. Mm -hmm. That would not nourish my soul at all. So as opposed to going to the gym, which is unwinding, what feeds or nourishes your soul? What, you know, makes you feel like you again? Um, I think probably probably creative things. I, I don't think that I've been doing much that's been very nourishing to my soul, so maybe I've not prioritized that correctly. But what, I mean, other than I love cooking new recipes, if there's nobody asking me questions, if I'm just by myself in the kitchen cooking. Right. That's lovely. So when you go out and play Settlers of Catan with people, that's a choice you've actively made over doing something else. Does that nourish your soul being with some good friends playing a good board game yeah yeah that does and you used to paint a lot i used to paint you went through that season of happy animals happy <laughs> lion happy giraffe <laughs> yes um i i still like i think creative things probably nourish my soul more than even uh like i like being with other people but i think i probably need to figure out stuff for my introvert to be nourished you've been illustrating all the pages of your new children's book. And yeah. you can get lost in that for hours. Yeah. On the one hand, that's work. Yeah. On the other hand, that's incredibly creative. Yeah, it's kind of doing both for me at the moment. Does, I, but I, does it does it deposit in your joy container? I think, I don't know, maybe it deposits in a different way. It, it uh, When I'm finished a page, I'm really happy. <laughs> so I don't know if that counts. <laughs> I think that's got to count. Yeah. Um. I mean, I used to love photography. Like, I used to love it. And especially when you could do darkroom stuff, I'd stay in a darkroom for eight hours a day. I would rent extra darkroom time and just... Just sniffing all those chemicals in the yeah, dark. it was all about the chemicals. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it's... I mean, I just wanted to get high of <laughs> toxic <laughs> things. But now you've got kids. Yeah. You just can't spend eight hours in a darkroom. I just can't. Nor do I have all the equipment. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's now called Photoshop. We've moved on quite considerably. I know, but I knew what to do in a darkroom. I don't know what to do in Photoshop. Oh, come now. I've seen your Photoshop work. It's beautiful. Oh, thanks. When we go on vacation, as opposed to being on staycation. So here's an interesting thing. I'm as happy as can be on a staycation. You, on the other hand, want to pull your hair out. Mm. Talk to me about why is vacation different for you? Why is going away somewhere different than being at home and not having to go to work. Well, I remember Christine Stroop um, 
taught us this course and, you know, we did these videos. What Do you remember what the name of the videos was? I do. So Christine Stroop is our personal ministries pastor, an amazing person, Grayson and a dear friend of ours. She was, it was some sort of like understanding women, understanding men. Yeah, Allison, somebody rather. It was, yeah, anyway. Yeah. And anyway, they talk about how women have diffuse awareness. So we're constantly aware of our environment and what's not done. Right. So for me, if we, if you're like when you said, oh, let's have a staycation, I'm like, that is not, I'm not going to rest at all because all I'm going to see is all the things that still need to be done at our house and everything that's not clean. And, you know, so for me, that's not going to be a vacation at all. Whereas I have singular focus, I'm seeing Champions Road and I'm tuning out the kids that are hungry and the baby that needs a diaper changed. And the fact the cushions are on the floor and the dishes from breakfast are on the side, which, you know, we're going to get to later. I can just focus and tune all that stuff out. And I can't do that at all. And apparently that's a theme for women. Diffuse awareness. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily multitasking. It's this awareness that's completely diffused and you're aware of your whole environment screams at you. Yeah. The pillows are saying, put me back on the sofa. Yeah. The blinds are saying, straighten me. The kids are saying, bath me. <laughs> The countertops are saying, wipe me down, all that sort of stuff. And so all of that friction and noise, which is why you like going to a hotel where we have a maid who does all that for you. Yeah. That makes sense. And I don't have to care about the bathroom or the floor or the whatever. Yeah, totally. I think I'm a simple creature. I think you're a simple creature too, baby. (laughs) A cute but simple creature. Thank you. Yeah, that's what it says (laughs) on my resume. Alan Jones, cute but simple. (laughs) In the what unwinds me and what rests me are usually the same things. Just give me solitude. You know, if I can just be on my own, I'm, I'm really, really happy. I think because we're in the people business and most people interact with our extroverted sides. Mm-hmm. So whether we're on a podcast where we're, you know, sharing stuff about our life or whether we're speaking publicly and we have to be extroverted because there's, you know, a group of people listening to us. But the truth is we're quite introverted, both of us. So for me, being on my own is just absolutely wonderful. I really, really recharge just being alone. And because, you know, I could just read, I could fritter around on the web, I could, you know, watch videos, I could even just learn stuff. I love, you know, I love learning things and, uh, you know, growing emerging skill sets in my life. That, That just makes me very, very happy. Or I like playing video games. But I also realize that need to finish things bleeds over into normal life. So part of the joy of me staying home on a staycation is, there's a bunch of things around the house that I would love to do, but don't get time to do during the week. Right. So I'm thinking, man, I'd really like to, you know, fix that or clean this or, you know, paint that. And because most of those tasks are like an hour, a two hour job, I know that I could allocate time to that, get that done. And that sense of reward would be there. Mm -hmm. But then I also find that once I've rested and I've had downtime, I actually look forward to being with people. Mm Hmm. So there is that, you know, you feed your introvert and your extrovert side comes out. I feel the same. Is there anything else that keeps you from resting? Three children. <laughs> I mean, you just think if you were going on vacation without three children, it would probably look real different. Like I would get coffee in the morning, grab a book and spend the whole day at the pool on a chair reading. That would be it. And I'd be in the room. On the internet. In air conditioning. Surfing. Talk to me about your revelation about God resting. Well, I was thinking when you were, you know, talking about 
let's talk about rest, that actually it's pretty important to God. You know, God rested. God set up a Sabbath. I think God knows what he's doing when he tells us to rest. And we get, we short circuit it, I think, by not resting. We short circuit things God could be doing in us or even just, I think I'm a better person when I'm rested. I'm a better mom. I'm a better wife, hopefully, you know. So I think rest is super important. And it's a funny topic for me to talk about because I don't feel like it's one I've mastered. I feel like it's one that I'm still like, oh, I need to learn about this. Right. And sometimes it can seem such a lower priority to rest when there's so much to be done. Yeah. I think the danger is because my needs in resting are so low, I can kind of rest fairly easily. Mm. Because what you need to rest is greater than what I need to rest, like it's pretty frictionless for me to rest. I'll just retreat. And I'd say you do a pretty good job of resting almost every day for some sort of section of time. Right. Because you can tune everything out and you can, you know, you do have that ability and I just don't. So I often end up going to bed thinking, oh, you know, I don't really think about it actually. But when I think about it now, I I rarely take time for me unless somebody calls and says something like, hey, do you want to come over and do Catan or whatever? And then I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah, I'm allowed to do that. But I do think as I'm walking out, oh, I'm leaving the house looking like whatever. So I don't know. I don't know if it's shame. Like, I don't know if shame says to me, you can't rest right now. Look around you. You can't rest right now. Everything isn't tidy. And everything's never going to be tidy, really. Right. But even though everything's never going to be tidy, I don't know. I still can't disconnect from that enough to rest. Now, when we met, you were much better at resting than you are in this season. Yes. Do you think that's just because this season has way more responsibilities than it did when we first met? Yes. Like we don't have three children. Yes. Because in reality, we're at work, and then when we're not at work, we're maintaining our children until they go to bed at seven. Yeah, and you have to feed them and cuddle them and take care of them. Apparently. <laughs> I mean, they just they don't come pre But once we put them down at seven, then we're exhausted, which is why you force yourself to go to the gym. Yes. So probably in order to help you, we need to schedule some more rest activities. Probably. Like, yeah, I mean, probably, yeah. We just need to kick our shapers into gear. All right, let's kick our shapers into gear. Well, it's good that we're going to be resting this week. We are. And on the topic of that, next week, there will be no podcast. Bec- Boo. I'm sorry, but we're taking a week off. Yes, we are. Because we're prioritizing rest. That's right. Executive decision just made. Perfect. But we'll be back in two weeks' time. Do you have time for a listener's question? Yes. It's kind of related to what we've been talking about. Okay. Um, this is an anonymous question. Mm. And it says this, I'm listening to a previous podcast about boundaries. Mm-hmm. I'm in a newly appointed leadership position at my church and it is taking up a lot of my time on top of already having to work a full-time job. While I'm constantly being asked to fill in here and help there at the church, in addition to this new leadership position, and it's putting a strain on life and my marriage, but it's hard to know if I should say no to some things because there is a need to be filled in those areas. I don't want to dishonor my leadership by saying no, but at the same time, I am stretched so very thin. Do you have any thoughts? I have plenty of thoughts. Yeah. Can you talk to your leaders and just tell them, hey, this is what life looks like for me, and I totally want to serve you, and you know, I want to be available, but the deal is, I need to prioritize my marriage as well. And, you know, like, can you have that kind of a frank conversation and say, 
this is what my full-time job looks like. This is the, you know, what I can do. And then beyond that, I can't do it anymore and honor my, my marriage and my life and my need for rest and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think there's a, probably a good thing to sit down with your wife and just drop your priorities for this season of life and just work out, you know, what's most important and then anything that falls below the line of most important, you just can't do. If you don't drop those priorities, very quickly some priorities will be drawn for you and they might not necessarily be the ones that you want. I, th- I think too you want to just stay open to the Holy Spirit and say, like when stuff does come along, sometimes we'll do stuff that would normally be outside of our boundaries. But it's like, oh, we really feel like the Holy Spirit's asking us to do that thing. But it's the exception, not the rule. Right. I would say in, in life, in our life, our priorities are marriage, our kids, obviously the Lord, right? I'm just assuming that's a given, but our marriage, our kids, our job. Mm-hmm. And we're very, very fortunate to have leaders that would hold the same values to that. Right. And so, you know, one of Jeff's primary rules that would seem is constantly checking on his staff going, are you okay? You know, do you have everything you need? Are you, you taking care back? of yourself? Are you taking vacation? <laughs> yeah. You know, all that sort of yeah. stuff. And he's very, very good at that. So that's kind of our priorities. Anonymous, you're you're also in luck because we prepared a three CD teaching on this. You don't have to have it on CD, you can download it as well. Where we answer a lot of questions like how do I, you know, honor my authority? How, you know, how do I set boundaries? How do I communicate boundaries? How do I work out what I want to say yes to and what to say no to? How do I do that with tact and grace and all that sort of stuff? And you can get that at our website at alanandaj.com slash boundaries. But I I think it just comes down to a really nice conversation with your leaders about saying, hey, by the way, I'm volunteering for this and I want to be a team player, but at the same time, I want a marriage and I want my kids to grow up loving me and loving the church. Yeah. Can you help me make some decisions? Yeah. All right. Well, we are done for this week. We hope you have an incredible week. If you'd like show notes for this week's episode, go to alanandaj.com slash 59. Remember, there will be no podcast next week as we are going to be on vacation and we're choosing to take a week off. Yeah. But it doesn't mean we don't love you. I so wish you could all hear MJ say vacation. It's so cute. You should hear him say osteoporosis. It's <laughs> even cuter. It's really cute. He can't say the V. So he says, vacation. We go on vacation. <laughs> Maybe we'll get him on the microphone for the next podcast. That would be so fun. I know we've got you on tender hooks. Until then, have an incredible two weeks. <laughs> we love you. Bye. Bye.